It's sex and the Sarah Rose story. I'm Glenn Klein. Sarah, what's your story? Well, 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 don't I have a story to tell you today? You, you always have a story <laughs> to tell us today and every day. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. I really like this one. So today we're talking about anal sex. Yay! <laughs> so, I mean, what is it about anal sex and, and men? I mean, I get it from the, the female perspective, but, but what is it? Why, why do guys really love anal sex? What's your, what's your thought on that? Because, Sarah, if it's a hole, we want to put it in it. <laughs> it's as simple as that. As, as I've explained <laughs> to many women in my life, honey, if your ear was deep enough, we'd want to put it in there. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's it's just as natural as the birds and the bees. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I have a very special guest today. I'm very excited. Uh, somebody who is an expert in the world of anal sex and how to make it the easiest, most pleasurable experience possible. Uh, Benjamin J is here with Odile Toys. And I am very excited. Um, I got to meet Benjamin uh, several months ago, last summer. We got to work together and I got to be a part of uh, exploring the product that he's bringing to market and so I'm very excited to have him here to tell us more about it. Welcome Benjamin. Thank you for joining us today on this very special topic of anal sex. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I mean, uh, it's always I'm always happy to talk about anal sex, so I'm glad to be with to with you today. Awesome. Yeah, it's so good to be here or have you here. Thanks for joining us from L.A. So we're like tri-coastal. How does that even work? You're in L.A., I'm in Austin, Glenn is in Florida. We're across the continent and not spreading the coronavirus. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but I have to ask, Benjamin, where is that wonderful accent from? From French. I am French. You, I'm sure you, you understood that, right? Just by hearing my accent. Just had to verify that you were a, a sexy French man. I'm sorry, guys. I know I have a strong French accent, but I promise I'm, I'm doing my best right now to kind of minimize this, this little issue. Don't minimize. <laughs> it's, it's sexy as fuck. Don't minimize that. <laughs> Benjamin, can you tell us about the product? Tell us about Odile. All right. So first, Odile is a French name that come that means luck, but Odile comes from orifice dilation. Odile. I put that together, and that's the name of the product I created. And Odile is. Um, we will talk about it later. But Odile is the, from my perspective. Uh, the perfect toy or the toy I was dreaming about it uh, for myself or for my partners uh, to uh, perform anal prep, all right? Why? Because they, if you want to enjoy anal sex, you need to process properly anal prep. Anal prep is anal dilation, anal stretching. You can include also anal cleaning. And um, so that that's... Uh, where it comes uh, from. And the idea to do so was, okay, well, uh, I understand that having anal sex is wonderful, is great, and can bring a lot of orgasms. But how do I really uh, uh, manage to perform anal prep with something that can gradually, uh, let's say, uh, stretch my butthole? And on the market, I got a little bit frustrated by what I was uh, what the market, what, what you can find in the market, and I decided to create the ideal sex toy to do so. So the concept of Odile is really simple. You insert the toy in your uh, tight butt hole, and using the controller, you increase uh, millimeter by millimeter, gradually, safely, the girth of the shaft inside your butt hole, and Following your path, you will stretch your butthole. That means you will prepare yourself for a great anal sex. 
Yeah, so it's really an interesting product because the other anal sex toys that are out there, um, so there's the... (laughs) The pear-shaped one, which is very common, like the butt plug, the typical butt plug. and But with that, you can't really go in and out very easily. It's just kind of like it's an in thing. And then once it's in, it just is, I don't know. For me, my experience with them have has been like, it's just kind of awkward. It doesn't feel that great. Uh, and then I actually didn't know this until I was working with you, but the inflatable ones, you said that they can actually burst and like burst in your butt. <laughs> I was like, that's horrible. <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah. it when I found that out. Yeah, actually, so you're completely right. When you buy one of those, those kind of inflatable toys, uh, uh, next time, or if just by curiosity, when you go in a, in a sex shop, pay attention in, uh, on the box, you will see, be careful, do not pump the toy more than 14 times because it can burst. <laughs> okay, well, I will try that, but you know. So yeah, as you mentioned, uh, um, you have several drawbacks uh, um, 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 on the sex toys uh, right now on the market to do anal prep. And that's why I think it was the time to like bring something new uh, that can fix those problems and help people because, you know, anal sex is more and more popular and help people to process anal prep, anal dilation properly, and then finally enjoying anal sex. Yeah, absolutely. Because part of what feels good about the anal sex is about anal sex from, I mean, from a female perspective, but I mean, I'm guessing also from the person with the penis's perspective is the in and out motion, right? And like that. So if, if I have a dick in my ass, like it feels good because it's going in and out. Like it doesn't feel good because it's just like there, you know what I mean? And so with your product, it is more of the shape of a penis and it can, you can have the in and out motion and also dilate it to the girth that you want it to be. So it's really awesome and really excited about, you know, how you're bringing this to market and how more people are going to get to experience this. Um, Because there are a lot of guys out there that are asking women to have anal sex with them and women aren't so sure about it. Uh, I remember like trying to have anal sex (laughs) at the beginning uh, and how it was just so painful. It's like you've got this big old cock trying to shove into a tiny hole. (laughs) Uh, No. So uh, what you have created is uh, very beneficial and very important for the pleasure of uh, those anal sex lovers like myself out there. Well, thank you. Uh, it's made for that, really. The idea is really to, um, um, you know, uh, um, preparing for anal sex, but with uh, being relaxed of uh, not having pain or, or also having a, a device that can help you to uh, um, do this process gradually. And that's exactly what you need when you want to do anal sex. You, the, the psychological aspect is really important. You need to feel relaxed. Uh, you need to have some desire. So the device, uh, uh, Odile toy, uh, the toy I created, uh, is really made for that. Like, okay, we will do that with fun. We'll do that gradually, safely, and I will dilate my butthole, and then you will be able to uh, enter uh, uh, with your dick. But also, as you mentioned, while the dilation process, because of the shape of the product, you will be able to do in and out penetration movement with the toy, something that you cannot do with the common butt plugs that you can find today in the market. And that's a big plus too. You're right. Benjamin, how did you become interested and an expert on anal? Well, <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> well, uh, just... I'm a sex enthusiast, like a lot of people, and being a sex enthusiast means trying to, you know, and it's like a, almost a hobby. You try to understand how you can uh, uh, optimize or explore, and, and you're all, always curious about new things. So, you know, anal sex is a part of uh, of the sexuality of people for millennia, right? Uh, so when it was the... so. I arrived to the conclusion that, and I, and I love anal sex. I'm an anal sex lover. So, uh, um, 
years after years, when I was talking with my partners, I, we always always have to answer the same question. Oh, anal sex is great, but anal prep is a little bit touchy to do so. So how we can, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, do this process uh, better? And, you know, that's it. at some point of my life, I just uh, uh, got the idea. I say, yeah, well, uh, with the toys, if, if a toy can increase it girls uh, gradually, uh, it will it will solve the problem. And I started, you know, when you, you have an idea in your mind, sometimes this idea stick uh, in your mind and, and, you know, and say, oh, I think I, I can do it. And, you know, uh, step by step, I, I managed to create one prototype and then a second one. And then, uh, 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 and now the product is uh, ready to manufacture. Um, so it, 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 it has been a process uh, on several years. Uh, thanks to the fact that uh, uh, I consider uh, sex as a, something really important in the life of people, and anal sex is a part of it. Sarah, what has been your reaction to your followers as you've shared the uh, the toy on your Instagram and your social media? I've actually had a lot of curiosity, people messaging me, uh, wanting to know more about it. They're excited about it. Thanks for sharing. Oh, this looks better than what I've been using before. Can't wait to try it. So people have definitely been really excited and curious about it. And I mean, I've had women also, not just men. So, uh, you know, I've I've had them say like, oh my God, I can't wait to show this to my boyfriend. This is going to make anal sex so much easier, that type of thing. And uh, what Benjamin's talking about, the, the prep part of it is, is really important because without prepping the anus before uh, anal sex, then you can get hemorrhoids, you can get uh, tears in the anus. Uh, so this product definitely helps um, so those things don't happen. And Ben, what, do you, what would you say that you are seeing as far as... Um, the many reasons why anal sex is so popular these days? Well, um, I think that, uh, I think anal sex is, uh, was, is popular or was popular for, for, for a long time, but now more and more. And I think it, it has to do also with, uh, it's my perspective, right? Uh, probably with the growth of, and the access of porn, right? I think that, you know, what we saw um, uh, recently or the last uh, 10 years is uh, how easy now it is to uh, have access of free porn through the internet. And when you check online, when you, when you, uh, and, and, you know, for the good and for the bad, right? You know, there is a, uh, you, we can, we can debate about it, but the impact of it is, wow, now I have access of what is the sexuality or what, different kind of sexuality or activity in sex uh, people can do that I was not doing or I was thinking about it. But now you can see it easily uh, multiple times by million different videos. So again, there is the good and the bad of it, right? I don't enter in this debate, but I think it's something that this uh, free information online about the range of sexual activity, I think this has an, an, an impact and, and make anal sex even more popular because on those websites, anal sex or anal videos is really common. Uh, but also, I think the industry, the sex toy industry, understood it really well. And the, the, the industry is pushing with new anal toy offer and with a lot of education. That's why it's important, the education, because when you consume, the when you have the porn online, you don't have the education. So the education is a really good, important part of it. And the industry, the, the sex toy industry is bringing a lot of education about anal sex and how to do it safely. Uh, so both of it, I think it's a, a, I think it's a cultural thing. But again, I'm not an expert. It my, it's my perspective. And I also, I want to remind that anal sex is something that people um, uh, uh, is doing it for millennia. So yeah. That's how I can a little bit conclude on this. What do you say, Benjamin, to men and women that are concerned about the safety of anal and the potential of stretching their anus so much that it does not come back 
to its normal size and tearing and other issues of uh, potential physical damage. Yeah. So this is a part of the education that it's important to bring to people because um, there is no uh, risk of uh, stretching your butthole uh, and then your butthole won't come back to its natural uh, 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 stage, except if you try to insert in your butthole something that is definitely way far wider than the size of let's say, a normal dick, right? Or even a big dick. So this is something to to understand. Having, let's say, having even a big dick in your butthole is is not something that will cause you um, permanent damage in your butthole. The fact that you know, I mean, I, I don't know if we can be crude <laughs> on Sex and the Zero Rose story, but I'll, I'll just say this. I'm one, there, following there, you guys. There are, there are, there are some the very, the <laughs> let's just put it this way. There's some very large fecal matter that comes out of people's anuses all the time uh, to the point where it hurts sometimes and you have to relax yourself. But your anus always comes back to the regular size. Uh, coming exactly. out that way, it would make sense that going in uh, for sexual pleasure, as you say, educated and with the proper precautions, uh, there should be no problem at all. No, definitely. And ex- exactly. Then, of course, this works when you you are uh, you you stay reasonable. I mean, if you <laughs> you know, it, because it, it, it's true. If you go in a sex shop, you can find uh, 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 toy that are made to uh, be inserted in a butthole with the size of, uh, I don't know, with the size of uh, 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 a bottle of beer or even wider than that. So I cannot guarantee that this won't damage you for sure because it's kind of extreme. But even if, you know, so... If you stay reasonable, uh, uh, there is definitely no 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 fear to to have on the uh, uh, on this topic. One of the benefits, uh, Sarah, of the, the the health benefits of anal for guys receiving is that the prostate gets milked, and that is a very important aspect of warding off prostate cancer. Yeah, and it's very rare for guys to be able to get that experience. So, but it's it's important aspect of it and it's very pleasurable for men also it's really a sad thing that so many guys have never had that type of orgasm before and why do you think that is coach well because of the societal conditioning that we have as far as like well gay men have anal sex and so you know if a guy has anything inserted into his ass, then there's the association with homosexuality, which, you know, it's like, come on people, it's 2020. (laughs) Let's move past this. (laughs) But guys still struggle with it. Um, I think it's also because, and this goes back to um, uh, the porn thing, like in porn, it's often uh, portrayed as a form of dominance and so guys feel can feel that they're being emasculated in some way if um they're on the receiving rather than the giving side of that uh so that comes into play so really all the shit that we have around sex comes down to the conditioning that society puts on us which is unfortunate but that's that's why we're here well that's why all that when uh, guys uh, in, in my practice question receiving anal, I always, because it's gay. Oh, we can't. It's gay. It's gay. It's gay. And, I, and I say, do you guys realize that men receive oral sex who are gay as well? So if it's gay to receive anal sex, then never get another blowjob the rest of your life because gay guys get blowjobs too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, what are some of the misconceptions about anal that we haven't covered yet, Benjamin? Um, well, I think the um, you you, you uh, had it right. I think um, um, the uh, the pleasure that men uh, can have uh, uh, having uh, or 
playing with uh, discovering and playing with their blood hole is, is great thanks to the prostate. Uh, also I think that one one of the topic is what you will uh, share with your partner. I mean um, it's a it's a new adventure. It's like a new territory to conquer and uh, and there is as you you say for the mass if there is something that you you can share with uh, if your partner is a woman with your woman or if your partner is is a man with a man is your butthole so if you if you didn't try right now you can be sure that a lot of people are having a lot of fun exploring and playing their with their butthole and it's something that also that will uh, uh, how can i say really like a new adventure that you will share with your partner so I think this it's also it's also a benefit when you are in couple for 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 some times and you want you always try to to do something new. Well, be sure that with a good education and a good anal prep, you will definitely feel that you you are you are you are on a new territory and there is a lot of fun beyond that. My former yeah. my, my former that's wife uh, would not want to do anal, and she would always say, "Oh, that's gay, that's gay," and then we got divorced. And she's a very sexual woman, and she started dating. And after about the seventh guy she had been with since we were divorced, she came to me and said, you know how I always said that anal was gay? And I said, yes. She said, well, I've been with seven guys, and every single one of them wanted to do anal. She goes, I guess it's not so gay after all. <laughs> so, ladies, if your guy wants to have anal, it's not because he's gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's because it's just natural for us. And it feels amazing. There, well, how would you describe the difference, Sarah, between receiving a penis in your vagina versus your anus? Well, it's a lot more intense in the anus, and that's part of what I like about it so much is the intensity, and it's like really just brings me into the present moment. The sensations are just a lot more um, extreme, I guess, than in vaginal sex, uh, and so it's just like super present, and then I'm able to have really amazing orgasms from anal sex that are just different than they are from vaginal sex because, I mean, just like a clitoral orgasm feels different than a G-spot or a cervical or a deep uh, vaginal orgasm, and anal orgasm feels different too. It's different nerve endings that are there, so it's just a different experience that you get to have, and, you know, like Benjamin was saying, especially you're with somebody for a long time, you want to try different things, it's like, here's a new way, a new place to explore. Um, and I mean, I'm now that I love anal sex the way I do, like I, every time I have sex, I want it to include anal sex. Like it's just that, that much part of, I guess the routine's not the right word, but like that part, that much integrated into my whole experience of what sex is that I include anal, you know, pretty much most of the time that I have sex. It's part of your repertoire, if I can use yeah. a, a French word. <laughs> and, 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 and I well also, and, and th thank you, Benjamin. And also, the, we know this scientifically, there are nerve endings in the anus that don't exist anywhere else in the body. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right. So you're missing out if you're not doing <laughs> anal. <laughs> and, and I cannot only imagine how uh, beneficial tantric practices in enjoying anal as well. Oh yeah. Because like moving all that sensation, like it's so much sensation going on right then. And like being able to bring all of that pleasure, like up through the body, up to the top of the head, circulate it back down. Like it's very powerful. It's amazing. And now ladies and gentlemen, it's time for story time with Sarah. Sarah, bring us back to the <laughs> mental gymnastics that you must have gone through, given your repressed background, the first time that you had anal. What were the thought processes going into it, and how did that go down the first time you ever had anal? So I don't actually remember having um, 
any negative association uh, with anal sex, surprisingly. I know that's, that is a big surprise. Uh, I didn't feel like it was bad, dirty, disgusting, wrong. Like that wasn't something that came up for me. I don't know why. Ever? Ever? Not that I remember. Wow. That is surprising. I know. Right. I don't know. They they must've missed that that part of the brainwashing. I must have. I must have had chicken pox or something that week. <laughs> that Sunday school. Could have been coronavirus. You had that you didn't know it because <laughs> we didn't know that there was such a thing at the time. Oh, so, so, so what? What? What was your first experience like? Was it with a boyfriend, or I mean, and and how did that discussion go? And and how did they proceed? Obviously, you didn't have Benjamin's wonderful toy at the time. <laughs> did not. It was just like a dick poking at my asshole, and it. <laughs> hurt so fucking bad like I didn't go through with it I mean like it was it was too much uh and and also like now that I'm more experienced with anal I I realized that they like it is more intense at the beginning and then once the dick gets in there further like it's you know that that initial intensity wears off um but I mean it was really painful it was beyond intense it was just too painful and then there was no anal prep there was you know none of that it was just like trying to shove a dick in my ass so um <laughs> with, with, with without lubrication benefit i don't remember uh-huh yeah i don't remember a lot probably, of, a probably lot of, like probably just like some spit you know like some saliva <laughs> i would imagine uh benjamin that a lot of women have that similar experience and then they get turned off to uh, to it. Fortunately, uh, Sarah is has a great deal of perseverance. <laughs> so <laughs> one negative experience would not dissuade her uh, from pursuing uh, her her north star of pleasure. Uh, with the thank <laughs> God for that. But how often do you hear that from, from guys or uh, from women that they just had a negative first experience and but now with the toy, they've opened up a new vista uh, of possible uh, sexual enjoyment? Well, you're right, Glenn. A lot of time, and not not only from women, but also from men. And I think this comes from, that's why the education is really important on anal prep, because I can understand uh, when you're, for, let's say, let's take an example. For When you're a man and, and you know that you have a chance to practice anal sex and, and penetrate this tight and warm hole, that, you know, it, it also makes you special in a, in a way. And at the exact moment, you need to do anal prep. So you need to, let's say, <laughs> you need to uh, hold down Tiger and say, and listen to your partner and, and, and be, and process like a delicate, delicate uh, um, thing, which is anal prep. So I, I understand that it's, it, it, it's difficult to do it at that time because you are so excited, but you have to do it. So, and w- without knowing it, and if, if the answer is how you become a, if the question is how you can become an anal master, is is by doing that, is by taking your time and make this moment beautiful for your partner. Because yes, you're right. The consequence, if you don't do that, will be well, uh, you will shut off, or uh, uh, um, you will uh, bring bad experience for some people, women or men, and then those people will have a bad. Uh, um, image of anal sex, and they will talk about anal sex as oh, it's 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 not a good thing. Well, this is not. This is the contrary. So it's really important to to uh, to follow, let's say, the the anal prep uh, steps to to for the benefits of everybody. <laughs> so earlier, Sarah, you asked, uh, you know, why guys want to go there so much, and all you had to do is hear Benjamin say because they want to explore that tight and warm hole. <laughs> can, you, can, can you say that again, Benjamin, please, in your beautiful French accent? Yes, sure, of course. Tight and warm hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Sarah, how did things progress for you? I mean, what was the next time you tried, and when was the first time you enjoyed it, and, and how did that evolve for you? Yeah, I remember very vividly this one. So uh, there was a guy that I met. We actually met through Tinder, uh, but 
he was such a beautiful lover and he was just in Austin for, um, a couple of months. Uh, he was from Amsterdam and he was here for work for a couple of months. Of course he was from Amsterdam, of course. Right. And so, uh, <laughs> so we, we met and we had really a great connection with each other. Uh, and he, one night we went down to uh, the creek, actually. So we we're like out in the woods by the creek, and it was you know, full moon and just really beautiful outdoors. And so we ended up having sex out there. And uh, he was very skilled with anal sex, and he he didn't even ask me, <laughs> which is I guess maybe maybe in hindsight um, he should have I guess, but it seemed very natural in the moment and I didn't feel like there was, you know, anything wrong in what he was doing. Uh, but he prepped my anus, like he knew what to do. Um, and so he, and then we ended up having anal sex and he, he came at the same time I was having anal orgasms and it was just amazing. It felt so good to have that experience. And yeah, it was definitely a turning point in the anal sex world for me. And then uh, during the course of the couple months, how often did you guys have anal after that? I probably every time I don't remember though. How, how spoiled or ruined uh, did you become because of that experience the, ne the next time that you went there? Yeah. I mean, he's just such, he's a wonderful lover all around, uh, and just a really beautiful person and very intelligent, very kind, very sensitive. And so he definitely ruined me in a lot of ways. <laughs> so what happened the next time that you had anal somebody else? Uh, I, well, I, I don't remember the next time I did with somebody else, but I was more in control because I was, um, by that point, you know, just had more familiarity with it. I knew the process better and can, could control it myself more. Uh, so, um, and I mean, there, there have been guys that have like tried to go back to the hole. I'm just going to shove your, my cock in your ass thing. And I'm just like, um, no dude, <laughs> back off. <laughs> so, um, it's more like I'm able to, to ease into it, have it more gentle at my own pace. And I just control it more. On the last episode of sex on the Sarah Rose story, we kind of met your new woman friend Sophia when you have female on female sex do you engage in anal as well so uh with Sophia we've just begun to explore that a bit well that's why you got to get the toy oh, you probably have the toy <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> yeah. well, and you can also use you know fingers and that works too and and strap-ons and strap-ons. I know you're dying for me to get the strap-on. Yes, I, I want I want the pictures, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, what was your first anal experience like? Well, um, I would say I would say it like that, but uh, uh, I'm how can I say? Um, I consider I have I, I have a, a kind of a big tool with me, right? You understand what I what I mean? At all times um, is what you're saying. I, I have a big deal. Yes. Let's let's put it that how, way. How 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 <laughs> how big is it, Benjamin? How big? Well, it's I mean it, it's it's just a little bit uh, uh, wider than the the normal. So let's say you know I I, I could have done a porn probably, but anyway. So the thing <laughs> is, so uh, it, it's a funny because I got this uh, this partner and and she was really like. Uh, uh, let's say a, a shot in height, right? And, you know, I was, I was seeing her and I was seeing my dick and I said, okay, I, I don't know, but I don't think that this will enter in your bed hole, right? And she said, okay, uh, no, no, it will. And actually, yes, it, it happened so easily. I couldn't imagine that a, a person so with, with her tiny body can take my dick and then 
She said, okay, now let's try and let's play with your butthole. And I say, yes, okay, let's try, let's try with my butthole, no problem. So we use uh, one of her toy and she tried and I couldn't really like take half of it, definitely, of the toy, which was really like a, a really smaller than my, my own dick. And I understood that day that you can divide the world in two categories. You have the gifted, the few ones that can take any shape, any size in their ass with, with, without blinking an eye. And, and that's a few, few gifted ones. And then you have the rest of the world, us, most of the time, who, to enjoy the same uh, benefit of anal sex, we need to uh, anal prep. So, yeah, I will remember that. And it, it, you can have a tiny body. You can be, the butthole is, 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 is it's his own science by itself. So it was it was an interesting uh, uh, experience to to live. How long have you been in the United States for? Oh, sorry, I, I couldn't hear you well. Glenn. I said, uh, how long have you been in the U.S.? Oh, it's been three years now. And what would you say is the biggest difference sexually between the French and Americans? I don't see really uh, much of of difference. I, I think that um, it's probably the approach of sex uh, that is different more than the sex itself. And let's say that you here in the U.S. you have a, a, a yeah a different approach of what what will be the, the the rules or the steps that will bring you to sex or having sex with 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 a new partner, for example, that are a little bit different that. That that what I, I I know in Europe, but in the bed or in the room when it's the sex time, I think that there is no difference at all. I think that we we are all uh, trying to have fun. We we are all trying to um, to uh, to be good and having a good time with your partner. Now I don't I don't think I don't see major difference between the two the two culture when when it's time for sex. What about attitudinally societally? What about what? Sorry, the, the society's attitude towards sex. Is there a marked difference between France and the United States? Soci- yeah, well, just, yeah, it, probably a little bit of, how can I say? Well, when you understand that the U.S. is the first, uh, uh, the first country in terms of porn production, right? In terms of uh, volume and quantity of, of porn, I mean the business of porn is is here in the U.S. Right? You you can expect that uh, you know, or you it's it's an idea. You could expect that the uh, the behavior towards sex is kind of open minded, right? Because the major production of sex videos and content is from the U.S. But no, that's not the, that's not the case. Uh, talking about sex is, is 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 probably a little bit easier in Europe than it, it, it is to, uh, to 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 the US. So that's one of the funny things of, of it. Sarah, for the men that you've been with, or the women too, for that matter, from Europe, let's say, as opposed to Americans, what kind of difference have you seen? I yeah, I would say that European men seem are more comfortable with sex. They don't necessarily um, try as hard to get a woman into bed, and or at least it doesn't. Their approach isn't as um, as forced. Uh, like in the U.S., guys really do like they're pushy about it, and they're but they're pushy in an awkward way, and it's like they're very uncomfortable with with sex. And uh, I would say with European guys, it tends to be more of a natural experience, just a, a more um, natural progression of of being together uh, rather than like. I've got to get her into bed, which is how a lot of American guys tend to approach it. There are a number of uh, European sex coaches that I'm aware of. So apparently the Europeans haven't arrived either yet, coach. That's that's good news for people like you and me. (laughs) They haven't arrived? No, in their total sexual freedom yet. 
Well, and it depends on what part of Europe, too. Like, I work with a lot of guys in Britain uh, that are, um, it's very similar to the U.S., uh, but, you know, like Amsterdam, um, Spain, Italy, those places seem to be... um, have more of a flow and an ease. I always uh, hearken back to when uh, Francois Mitterrand, who's the former president of France, died. And at his state funeral, there was his wife, and sitting next to his wife was his mistress. And I thought that, I, that, that, was, that was a turning point in my life. I was like, they are, they, they're on to something over there in France if they could do that. Yeah, it's, 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 it, attitude is huge. And it, and, it, and it's certainly, uh, as we began the discussion on anal sex, a huge part of enjoying anal. It's about what you think about it to start with. Absolutely. Um, Benjamin, do you have any suggestions for guys that are wanting to talk about anal sex with their partner? Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, the, um, there is different technique or approach uh, because it can be something really stressful um, um, to uh, to start to talk. So again, it, it really depends of uh, how do you feel free with your partner because it's not always the case to talk about uh, kinky things or fantasy. Do you have fantasy? Do you try to understand? Uh, so my first advice will be to op- open the dialogue on, hey, uh, do you have fantasies about sex that we uh, never talk about and that you would love to, to talk about? And starting from there and, 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 and open the door of, to an open discussion more than trying to impose the fact that you, you want to do anal sex. So, so let's do anal sex, right? I always suggest to, uh, to have this uh, win-win approach. Huh? And, uh, and, and then the idea is really to, okay, um, let's do it step by step and let's try to get the right information, the right educa- education to do it properly. Why? Because the, the main barrier, the main thing that people also don't want to try and have sex is not about uh, 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 trying to avoid or risking having pain, but it's, uh, it's about uh, of how to do anal sex uh, 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 in a clean way. Because it's also it's it's also important when you when you do that. So I will suggest to say to bring this aspect on the table and saying that hey, I read that we can practice anal sex and doing it uh, and everything will be clean, so we won't have to be ashamed or whatever. And also, this is a good way to to talk about the topic because when if you remove the risk of. Uh, having some dirty little problems or or if you remove the risk of having pain by using a a, a toy like the one I I bring into the market, well, basically, then you have an open door for anal sex, right? So that's what I would recommend. I also really enjoy anal sex in the shower and then you're not, you know, worried about the stuff. (laughs) That's just, you know, it's going to happen. You you can clean yourself out pretty good, but every so often it's amazing when you go down there uh, under sexual arousal, how different it seems than if you weren't aroused. But that is true with all kinds of sexual pleasure, isn't it? It is completely. Yes, uh, my infamous gay husband, Case Erickson. I think I, he's uh, famous, not infamous, but go ahead. <laughs> he's famous. Okay, he's famous. He, all right, he's famous and infamous at the same time. <laughs> so we have uh, this rule that if sex doesn't have at least three of these ingredients, then it's just not, you shouldn't have even done it, right? You've got to have some shit, <laughs> some blood. Uh, he, he doesn't agree as much with the blood component, but I love bloody sex, so uh-huh. I throw the blood in there. Uh-huh. Uh, female ejaculate, male ejaculate, and um, female and and sweat, of course. So you've well, got to have well, that's, at that's, least that's three four, of those. Oh, at least three out of the four, or five, if you consider five, five, the, five. the uh, yeah, yeah. separate uh, gender ejaculates their unique ejaculate. <laughs> that would be five. 
Well, that concludes story time with Sarah, which dovetails nicely into the Ask Professor Sarah mailbag segment. This is a, a, a perfectly synergetic question, and it comes from a French Canada, from Quebec City, from a guy named Parker. He says, Professor Sarah, please help me. My wife wants to have double penetration, but I don't want to bring another guy into it. What can I do? So DP, I'm like not double vaginal, but vaginal and anal. Well, I listen, what it would maybe make a difference, but I let's assume both. How about that? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I guess since we're on the topic of, of anal, we'll go with the anal and vaginal. Um, I mean, you just use a, a toy like um, Benjamin's, um, use a dildo, something like that. Like, not that, not that hard. <laughs> I mean, mo- most guys that I'm with now just automatically know that they need to at least have a finger in the ass and, you know, also stimulating the G spot and the clitoris all at the same time. So, you know, it's, I think that's at least the guys that I'm with have got it through their head that you've got to be doing all three so you're already moving in the right direction if you're using your finger and instead put on a strap on and you could also stimulate the vagina and get to the g-spot through the anus that is fucking fantastic when that happens (laughs) i just got wet (laughs) (laughs) that's a wonderful image (laughs) yeah <laughs> Let's just uh, all take a, a moment here and just enjoy this. Are, are you literally wet right now? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> that's just, uh, just lovely, is what that is. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it, Benjamin, it's always good to do a job that you enjoy. And if there's anything that Sarah Rose enjoys, it's her job. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I, I agree with that. N- now I know that you offer Sarah uh, Benjamin's toy to your followers and, and your clients and your listeners. Uh, how can they get a hold of that? Yes, so uh, odiltoys.com is the place to go. O d i l e toys t o y s dot com, uh, and that is where the. Um, they can do be part of the crowdfunding campaign. So that's what we're really excited about um, getting the funds in place to, you know, do everything that Benjamin needs to do to really bring this to the market. Um, Benjamin, why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, here is the situation. Uh, we, Odile Toys, uh, LCS is a company that I created and the toy and the company I created is a startup. So now, we, I, I run, uh, I ran a, a small production of toys, uh, and that's how we could test the toys on many and several people, and that's why we know that it will be a hit, and and that's why we know that uh, uh, people who want to discover anal sex will or wants to uh, uh, enjoy anal prep properly will enjoy this product. And now the challenge is to get funded as a startup. Uh, to bring this product mainstream. And to do so, we I choose to follow the path of crowdfunding. So for people who don't know, crowdfunding is nothing more, nothing less than just uh, uh, buying the product in pre-order or pre-sales. And these tasks will start on March 26th. So within two weeks, guys, so um, make sure that you, uh, you, you go on the website on March 26th and pass uh, order. With this, you will have the uh, the well, the luxury, the benefit to get these toys in a, uh, as something exclusive, um, and you will support this uh, uh, the, the startup and this project to bring this this sex toy. Go on the website. You will have all the information you need. You will see the product. You will see a wonderful presentation uh, made by Sarah Rose, actually explaining the whole product and project. So. That's it. And o- yeah, it's, uh, it's a really 
great a great video that we put together quite entertaining <laughs> had a lot of fun um with with it so definitely uh, i'll sh- i'll share that again with um guys that haven't seen it yet i've shared it before so i'll share that again so everyone can take a peek at this uh this entertaining video that we came up with. Okay. So it's Odile toys. O D Y L E T O I O D I L E. Oh, I L E my bad. O D I L E toys.com. Yeah. Get on that crowdfunding. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, it's a great startup. Um, the, we need more fun, entertaining products in the sex market. So I'm really excited that you created this Benjamin. Thanks for your contribution to our pleasure. Yes. And and may I use this term very advisably, but the expansion of anal sex too. I mean, that's, (laughs) we, we need to expand people's experience and that's what it does so it's a good thing we've been joking a little bit about the coronavirus obviously it's on everybody's minds right now uh and there is a media frenzy and people are freaking out all over the world but pleasurable sex is it a is a wonderful way to manage stress generally but specifically uh, during times like this, and uh, why not make it a project to uh, explore the whole issue of anal uh, as as people are freaking out about getting a virus? <laughs> that oh god, don't even get me started on this. But it, it, but it's true, Coach. I mean, obviously, a healthy sex life is a great way to manage stress. Oh yeah, and it's also going to help boost your immune system. You know, you lower your stress, your immune system will be boosted. So. On that note, enjoy your anal sex. (laughs) And uh, I want to invite Benjamin to uh, play a round of cards for humanity with us. How about that? Let's do it. Why don't you explain to the folks around the planet who don't know what we do, maybe this is the first time they've heard sex in the Sarah Rose story, and Benjamin, uh, what uh, Cards for Humanity and Let's Talk About Sex is all about, and then we'll play. Yeah, so Cards for Humanity is a company that was created by my dear friend, Erin Hickok. Uh, If you haven't caught that episode with her, it's a great one that we did a couple weeks ago. And Erin created Cards for Humanity uh, as an antidote to uh, the black and white card deck that, uh, what is she, how does she describe it? Well, they describe it that way. I think it's a black and white card deck for toxic people, something like that. For, for horrible people. For horrible, horrible people. people. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so she created this card deck to uplift humanity. Uh, and my, per- she has several decks, uh, but my favorite, of course, is the Let's Talk About Sex deck. So we enjoy playing, um, uh, that on this, sh- on this show weekly. So let's go for it. Maybe we need to add an anal play segment on the show as well. Mm, that's a good idea. Is it, listen, it's the, the theater of the mind. <laughs> just, just, just hearing that you got wet did things for a lot of people around the planet. So <laughs> a more of a demonstrative, uh, episode or a segment might be even more beneficial who knows <laughs> but yes we do play uh, cars for humanity and uh aaron's company is called games for humanity and i th- believe that was episode 11 if i'm not mistaken it might be episode 12 but it was great she was amazing and it's you're building your tribe coach it's really exciting to see with the uh, people like aaron and and case and uh benjamin so this, the, each card is color-coordinated or coded uh, to match up with the chakras. So this one's red, Sarah. W- what is the red chakra? So that's actually perfect because the red chakra is the root chakra. And it's the perineum. It is the anus. Uh, it's the cervix for women. Uh, so, yeah, just the base root of who we are. So we asked the question, Benjamin, uh, here, you're going to go first, uh, and then you just go with whatever comes to your mind. It's very interesting. So here's the the red card question. Something I don't like about sex is blank. Something I do not like about sex is? 
Blood. Blood? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I said, uh, as you ask me something you don't like about sex, is blood. So, so you don't, so you don't like having sex like if she's on her period. Yes, exactly, yeah. correct. All right. and, uh, <laughs> and and pain and pain, blood and pain. That's that's it. So, so in Sarah and cases, five substances that you need, you're down to four because blood's already been eliminated. Correct. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah, see, <laughs> different strokes for different folks yeah. and pain. Exactly. So, something Sarah tells <laughs> me that, that blood and pain would not be on the two <laughs> lists on your list of things that you don't like about sex. I can't wait to hear what the answer is. Sarah Rose, <laughs> professor, coach, extraordinaire. Something I don't like about sex is. Uh, I don't like getting nothing out of sex. Like I don't like bad sex. I don't like sex that, um, I don't feel like I've had the orgasms I want to have that I've connected in the way that I want to connect. I, I don't like sex that, um, just feels, yeah. I mean like, because even if it's just a hookup, you can still connect with the person and there's, you know, I've definitely had sex with guys and it's just like, they, they just want to like get off and then they're done. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm not asking you to marry me, but at least be a human here. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, so uh, connection is important. So if there's a disconnect, then that is something I don't like. Well, maybe it's not the sex that you don't like. It's the jerks that you're having sex with at that moment, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. But it, the sex isn't as enjoyable, obviously, when somebody is not giving and present and all that stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I don't really have sex with those guys anymore, but uh, there have definitely been some of them in the past. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, this one is, is there a purple chakra or a maroon, it looks like? Um, purple, probably, for the crown. Okay, so this is the crown chakra. Benjamin, it, right. says, it says, to me... Sacred sexuality is blank. To me, sacred sexuality is blank. Wow, that's a tough one. Um, sacred sexuality. Is... Wow, wow, wow. It's a, it's a tough one. Uh, I have no answer for this one. Um, sacred sexuality is does not exist. Is <laughs> That's a legitimate it's answer. Important. Although, although uh, I kind of liked your first answer better. Sacred sexuality is wow, wow. <laughs> no, but that's that, that, there's no unacceptable answers here uh, at Cards for Humanity. Let's talk about sex and sex in the Sarah Rose story. So for Benjamin... Sacred sexuality does not exist. Very interesting answer. Uh, Sarah, for you, sacred sexuality is what? Uh, sacred sexuality is the intention that you bring to something. So uh, I think a lot of times the, the word sacred gets interpreted as something that is spiritual or esoteric. And, uh, but really for me, sacredness is just, um, the, the intention, you know, you can have sacred sex because that's what you're determining that it is. You can have, I actually just wrote this, um, in the, the blog that went out, I think last night, or maybe it's going out tonight. Um, but sacredness can occur in, uh, watching porn and having threesomes and your kinks and BDSM play. Like it doesn't, mean that it's not this experience of something is right or something is wrong or good or bad. It's the, the intention, the presence that you bring to it. So for me, uh, sacredness and sex is just, uh, like if, if I'm really desiring to have that component of it and how it feels inside of me. So, um, maybe a sacred sexual experience would be 
um, something where I incorporate more ritual into it. And this is just me. It doesn't mean that this has to be applicable to, to everybody in that this way, but, um, you know, like really just, uh, having, um, more of the, the, the ritual, the, the imagery, like invoking more of, uh, the five senses into the experience, like really being present. Um, and, but like I said, you know, and, and I've definitely had, um, sacred experiences of sex with BDSM, you know, where it isn't bringing in tantric ritual, but it's like an elevated form of sex, like having sexual, the sexual experience be more, um, just, uh, I think elevated is the best word, like more of a gourmet experience of it, uh, where, rather than just like, you know, in and out, done, on to the next. Um, but it really does have the potential to create transformation uh, in your life. And in that moment, you're feeling transformed. That's sex and Sarah's story. And she's sticking to it. 